And hello, everybody. It's Joe, Joe's Universal Compendium, and you know who's here. Yo, it's your boy Valk. Pissing right. off Shin with the uh, with the openings. Look, the the thing we use to record lets you change your name, and I don't change my name, but he just has this wonderful audacity to change his name every time. And today's name is Nehi's My Demise. And I just Fuck I really you, you just, know it's true. I I mean it's true as it is. It doesn't make doesn't change any way that I would respond to that, sir. Like <laughs> I would still respond in that way. And would You not... took like three minutes to reset after I fucking logged on. Look, alright? It's not my fault. It's yes, not my it fault. Is your fault. No, it's not. No, it's not. You would have did it anyway. You would have did it either way anyway. You act like it changes anything. You still you still took three minutes off a fucking name change. I can't. I fucking I can't. I still can't believe he, he did this to me. Anyways. Come on. Bro. Winter 2021. In essence, um, it's really hard to explain. Like there was a decent amount, but there also wasn't a decent amount, if that makes any sense. Like, the season was quickly able to, like, cut itself down to, like, a small amount of shows, in my opinion, that were worth watching and some yeah, that weren't watched. I only watched ten shows this season, so... Yeah, I think I watched about the same or a little bit less. However, not to say that there wasn't anything good, and you will quickly uh, see why... But we're as usual, you know. Categories are best OP, soundtrack, endings, best continuing, yada yada yada. I do think that uh, we have a pretty solid spread this time around. We're actually pretty split on most things, even if they were from the same thing, which is really good. I liked that. Uh, but we're gonna start off with both best OP. Uh, why don't you take the lead this time? Irokosui, Kamiyo from uh, Horimiya, but only when you use both versions of it, because there are two versions for those of you heathens who watch the OP once and skip it every episode <laughs> after. I know you exist. You need to stop doing what you're doing and start watching them because sometimes they change and it represents a shift in narrative and they do that here. Um... Later on in the show, when Miyamura sort of, you know, starts breaking out of his shell a little bit, OP, the OP changes, and they literally have the OP get cut, like, right down the middle. And, oh, it's good. It's really good. Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot that, um, there's quite a few OPs that I liked this season. Uh, Horimi was really good. It was definitely top five for me. Uh, however... Much to uh, Valk's disdain, most likely. I yeah. went with Keep Weaving Your Spider Way by Rico Azuna from So I'm a Spider, So What? And I personally liked it because I got a whole story out of it with enough to be like, yo, who are all these people? What's going on? What's the situation? Yet not enough to be completely spoilers. So it was a fun OP. The music was pretty solid. The animation in it was really good. Showed off a lot of the conflicts. It essentially gave you every, like... It gave you a lot of the major, like, conflicting characters and who they, like, conflict and look up to and et cetera, et cetera. I, I liked it a lot. It's still it was one of my favorites. egregious CGI, though. Like, <sighs> uh, I, I could not do Spider. Just... At all. It's very sad. I'm very Ugh. sad. Because despite the CG, the story and the characters are all actually really good. It's one of my one of my favorites from the season, honestly. And not to say that this OP was like heads and tails better than anything else, because sec- a very close second was um World Trigger season two. Or season yeah, whichever one it is. But yeah, oh, World shit, Trigger. The storm's rolling in. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, like, that one was, like... No, like, the storm is actually rolling in. I just heard thunder. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> I was in uh, Damascus earlier, and I guess it's coming down. May your poor, poor soul rest in peace. But hopefully, hopefully... we don't need to record this. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. But, anyways, 
But yeah, no. Uh, another one that I was torn because I was it was torn between this and uh, the opening for World Trigger. In retrospect, the opening for World Trigger was not as like flashy, but it had a very solid approach. Where like a lot of OPs are like setting up the story for what you're about to see and everything. World Trigger is a very unique experience because it was something that's continued after a very long break due to the author's health. So what they did was they gave you essentially a, a, a mini recap in the entire OP while also showing off a lot of the uh, major players in the story all at once and in a very solid way, shows off very key points that happened up until the point of the uh, anime where you start and vice versa. So I was like, yes, yes, yes. So plus a song was an actual banger like that song was actually a banger but yeah no that i was I'll be honest like i actually had a really hard time picking best op this season like i legitimately had to make a playlist on youtube that had all the ops Ooh. so i could just watch them over and over and over again what was your second place i i, I kind of just went with irokosui on a whim <laughs> <laughs> I what I narrowed it down to one, two, three. I narrowed it down to three. The only reason I didn't put Mashoku's in there is because as unique as it is with, you know, no music video, just the song over things happening that can kind of lead into the episode's narrative. Um I didn't feel that it was, you know really worth saying oh this is such a fantastic op because it does this thing massively different yeah no i kind of agree that's one of the main reasons i ended up not going with that one for the opening although uh when we talk about it later i did almost give it best ending and i'll explain why it had a pretty solid one yeah it did but uh moving on uh something we both agreed on and you'll be hearing this a lot i oh yeah i cannot stress how good this show is but for overall music it was not close not close at all in my opinion wonder priority had some of the best music of the entire season like it was actually just insane there was a lot of it wasn't just like one tip one typical style either it was multiple different styles each fitting a different situation all of them kind of like titling around certain characters and the things that they were talking about and they were also nice it was a very nice contrast to the actual tone of the series itself because the series itself is super serious like it is not a psychological wonder egg is depression and high octane action it's very good as somebody who has watched it and some i talked to a couple other people they were looking forward to this, and they loved this more than they loved, um... What is that? One anime that I just forgot the name of. <laughs> Madoka Magica. Everybody, because a lot of people always like, oh, it's not so happy-go-lucky, and I'm like, Madoka Magica's not that great in terms of, like, the psychological aspect, whereas Wonder Egg Priority, even off of just the music alone, just really, it just really fucks with it. It just fucks with the mentality. Because you're not expecting that kind of music. And it's so well produced. From a production side, it's so good. Ugh, I, I can't I can't gush about this anime enough. It's one of my favorites by far. It, it's a very, very good show. And I'm glad we agreed on something musical for once. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we both have very different music tastes. Technically, that's one way to put it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, it's all over the place. But, you know, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. But Wonder Egg Priority, fantastic music by a landslide. The only one that came close in second place for me was Mushoku Tensei. And then following that was Skate. Mushoku had a bunch of really good focus pieces that they do. Um, Skate was fun, but its music was only really notable when things were going down. Yeah, that's kind of why it's like not like that high. It up. didn't have good quiet pieces. 
yeah, Quiet Peace is a really important for soundtracks because that br- that builds like the meat of the series, you know. Like the soundtrack isn't just it's the, the connected tissue. Ending. Yeah, exactly. It's got to have that good stuff in between of the opening and the ending, you know. Otherwise, you're just gonna eat be eating air, and we don't want to eat air. But moving on, now to best ending. Something we also agreed on. Um, just from not even just from a visual side, but from a production side and a storytelling side. Give It Back by Koshunie for Jujukai was fantastic. Super depressing, but fantastic. Very depressing, but I just love that human element of, you know, Yuji's not a great cinematographer, so he holds his phone upright when he's recording. Like a dumbass. Yes, he does. And And they kept that whole motif through it. It looks amateur. It looks like, you know, just this guy recording the moments that make him happy. And for anybody who is really into that series, they should know that the openings and the endings for Jujutsu Kaisen are very, very spoilerish if you look into them deeply, but very enjoyable if we just kind of look at it on the surface level and that's really good because if you're just watching them for a music video they're super high production value if you're watching them from the viewpoint of i've seen the show or i've read the manga it's spoilers yeah all the way there it tells you exactly what's gonna happen and you don't even realize it if you aren't into the series already Yep. And so another good thing about that series is if you you look back season one, our first half of the series, the first opening, that one threw so many people off. And it was was such a a great spoiler because the people who read the manga when they watched it the first time, they were like, oh, why? What? Why are they showing him like that? That's not fair. And then everybody else who's watching just the anime, they get to see him for the first time. They see the opening. They're like, oh, he's going to join the group. It's going to be great. But then you find out that's not happening and somebody dies. And that was very well done. I honestly, like, I can't, like, this show's very well done. Like, in terms of, like, Shonen, like, the story is solid. The characters are very well done. There are no damsels in distress. Yeah, right? Like, can we just talk about the fact that Jujukai has, like, useful Sakura? (laughs) Yes, very useful Sakura. And it's, like, it's very interesting, too, because, like, in technicality, in technicality, most of what some would argue that Sakura is not necessarily useless. She's fucking useless, though. She is. But the problem with Sakura is that she never really had anything that she could do by herself, right? Or, like, something that you could have felt that, like, she could have overcame by herself. And the one time you did think that was going to happen, she still got bodied and saved by Sasuke. So that was a whole other issue. And then you look at this series, you look at Jujukai, every single female in this show can fight. And they can fight. They don't hold back. They're not bad. Maki is best girl. Maki is a fucking savage, dude. Like, oh my god. Nobura, she is great. Like, Every girl, every girl's solid. Really like them. No real, no real damsels in distress. And it only is going to get better from here. So if you are a fan of Jujukai, if you really liked it, I definitely recommend reading it. Just uh, make sure you have some uh, tissues uh, handy for multiple reasons. Um, give, me t- give me season two already. Come on, let's go. All right. Chop, chop. But, <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, this is when we uh, finish asking and give me season two. <laughs> this is this is what we uh we were we agreed on um i don't think we really need three to in a row we've agreed on yeah right three in a row this one we're not going to explain too much because we literally Juju just Kai. Did, we, but we just Juju spent Kai. five minutes gushing over it yeah like juju kai it is the best continuing there are some others but like you know we're not going to talk about those like one piece or anything like that like, like slime is it's really good and both of us are really invested in it but Chuchi guys just got more production value. <laughs> like I'm I'm sorry, Tensuda. I, I love you. But no, I think it, it's it, it, I think Jujukai. it's more because it's the second half of Jujukai and the first half 
of the second season of Slime. Yeah, and, but at but the like, same time, Slime was also very coming. good. I've known we've both known what's gonna happen this whole entire time. Yeah. So like you're you're just barely ahead though because the manga <laughs> decided to go on break. Leave me alone. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. I'll deal with it. But <laughs> the way that things went, um, it was very close. Honestly, like Juju Kai definitely does deserve it. Slime was very good. Like honestly, like. This is no discredit to Slime. It could have been either or, like, realistically. Yeah. It really could have been either with, or. With regards to Slime, though, I, I will say I have been listening to the OP on loop, essentially. That OP is pretty good. That OP Storyteller is really good, and it's probably one of the smoothest OPs I've ever seen. Yes. There's a lot to love about that one, so... Best Girl gets the OP and the ED dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> Both Best Girls. Oh, that that's just how it is. Now the first one that we're split the second one we're split on. Um I think this could have been flipped either or, but best new series, I went with Horimiya because well for one, I was gushing about this series for a long time. I've said it multiple times. I said it deserved an anime multiple times, and I said, and people can quote me on the internet, I said that if this were to get an anime, everybody would fucking love it. And I should be a millionaire because of how many times I've been right. <laughs> Just start doing fucking futures, bro. <laughs> but don't like, don't pull an Enron on futures. Like, okay. Like, realistically though, Horimiya was put in at the exact time that it needed to be done because we haven't had a really good, good rom-com lately, right? We've had a couple, and we've had the fillers, we've had, like, the somewhat decent ones, and, like, the, yeah, that's okay, cool, you know, whatever, right? The last good one was, like, really good one was Kaguya, and it's been a minute since then. Yeah, and then you get Horimiya, and it's more than just a rom-com, it's rom-com coming to life, understanding, you know, growing out of your adolescence, making real friends, and good friends, like, the friendships that are in this series are so good. They, Those are the they really like early on. I think it was like episode four, right? When Miyamura is being worked into the group. Yeah. And you know, it's like, Oh, group project time. And he's just like, Oh fuck. What am I going to do? And then just everyone forms a group on him because they know he's not going to do stuff for himself. Cause he's timid. Yep. That's friendship. Exactly. And then like the, the, the parts where he was having, where he was dreaming, right? And he saw himself from when he was in middle school as himself from high school. This is a really big thing, too, because, like, this is a recurring thing that happens throughout the series. Happens in the beginning, in the middle, and at the end. And he's just, like, he's, like, he's essentially a completely different person from episode one until the last episode. It's, like, who is that? Who is that? Yes, he's still timid, but, like, He's so much more outgoing. He's, he's so much comfortable more comfortable in his own skin. Exactly. And he's not lamenting on his past. And for me, there is a particular character in that show that I give 100% of the credit to. Um, and I will explain that later. But please explain why Skate and Infinity is also best new series. Because it's also pretty damn good. You know, I, I was going to go with Horimiya. But I'm like, wait, now Shin's or Joe's probably going to take that. So I'll just put skate down because sometimes you just need a dumb fun kind of actiony show and skate is very fun very fun there's a lot of like, very fun characters in it i i'm not a skateboard like you know the most skateboarding i've done is i've gotten on the board and tried to ride around a little bit and never really picked it back up other than that it was you know tony hawk's pro skater <laughs> um but like Watching this show actually made me want to go buy a skateboard. <laughs> right? Yo, I don't blame you. I used to um, skate a little bit back when I was in uh, high school. Very fun. I learned a little bit, but I never followed up on it a lot. But a lot of my friends were skateboarders. And skateboarding is such a nice thing to group around with a bunch of friends. Real talk. It's so, like, even if you're not good at it, like, if you're just there for with the group, like, maybe you're the person that records helps carry the boards, knows good spots, the driver, those kind of things. Like, 
there's a lot of people in that group of skateboarders and skateboarders in general just really lax and really chill and they're fun to be around and skate the infinity shows that off in tenfold oh god it's so funny it's ridiculously over the top yes like, there's no way anyone's actually gonna skate like these people no no but, not at all oh god that's the point of anime to do the ridiculous shit that you could not pull off in live action no matter how hard you try exactly and it's not a bad thing either like it's very enjoyable like there are some people who are like this is too over the top it's like well, what are you watching anime for this is too over the top bruh have you seen jojo <laughs> jojo's is like one of the definitions of over the top i usually like, take it a step further but like have you ever seen the show in Azuma 11 right it's literally dragon ball z with soccer it, it doesn't make any sense but my god is it a fucking Sweet. ride I feel like the people who complain that skate is over the top are the people who couldn't find enjoyment in NBA Jam. Yo, NBA Jam was a slap, bro. Like that game was so lit. Like, oh, I don't even. Wanna, I don't even want to start about that. But Get that shit out of here. Skate the Infinity, solid series, definitely worth um best new series, and it being an original is such a good thing. Like, that's another thing that makes it like so interesting is that there aren't a lot of uh, original series this season. There's a good couple of them, but like mostly continuations and things based off of light novels and manga as usual. Our favorite show this season. Look, is we're original. getting there. We're getting there. Which, speaking <laughs> of, we're gonna move to best girl and best boy. First up is best girl, and for me, I went with I Oto because, oh man, from episode one to episode twelve. She's she is like that little sister that I would literally lose both my arms to try to keep alive. But <laughs> she would also probably stop me from doing that because she could take care of herself just fine. Pure so, cinnamon bun. Yeah. Like and it's not just her. Like her whole friend group, all four of them are so so diverse. They're so what's what's the best way to put it? It's not like they're kids. Like they're 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 like in that they're in the middle of middle school you know they still have another year before they a couple years before they become high schoolers. They're impressionable, but they have a sense of self, and they've gone through a lot. Kids go through a lot nowadays, and it's shown through this. I'm not gonna go too much deeper because there's a lot that I have to say about this show, but she's definitely deserving. We gotta spread girl. it out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you chose. I'm going with uh, Yoshikawa from Horimiya because she's not exactly what you'd call a perfect person she's realistic yeah I mean she has an ugly side and she's aware of it and oh we don't get to see those types of characters enough you know we, yeah no God. I feel you also I, I, I have to admit I have a little bit of a weakness for the you know too long sleeves so you know covers their hands type yeah like, i'm sorry i find that adorable those are very nice it's adorable like, and well, when when she's not you know letting her ugly side sneak up on her yuki is absolutely adorable she's a really good uh she's a really good foil to um oh shit Ishi ishikawa yeah ishikawa Ishikawa. Yeah. yeah, Ishikawa. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here like I almost forgot his name. I was like, wait, is it Ishikawa? Yeah, it's Ishikawa. We're good. We're good. Good foil. Um, there's a lot of good girls in the show too, though. Like, and also Yanagi being such <laughs> fucking Yanagi. <laughs> Yo, he he low key is the prettier boy than pretty boy Miyamura, and you're low like low key. They even established she's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, they did. It's hilarious because like Miyamura, when Miyamura like got his Miyamura's hair cut, the pretty boy, and then Akane comes in, it's like, holy fuck, he's prettier than Miyamura. Yeah, it was so funny. How how can you be prettier than Miyamura? It was so funny because when Miyamura actually started getting out of his shell, he was getting hit on and consequentially had to deal with the ice cream behind him. But <laughs> apparently the dub for Horimiya is actually like pretty decent. Um, I watched, I actually watched the scene with the dub and told her, he's like, oh my God, if he asked me out, I'd say yes. <laughs> like, God. 
uh, Yanni, and he's also he's he's a cinnamon bun. He's a cinnamon bun. He is too pure for this world. Very like so much like I can't even man. But uh, I don't. I don't. Uh, I, you know, I'm gonna go back to. I'm, we're gonna leave this in the best boy, and I'm gonna let you continue because you know who we're we talking about. Go, gonna stay in the same series, uh, best boy Miyamura, for his emotional growth and the fact that he actually confronts his problems admittedly needs a bit of prodding sometimes but he doesn't stay stagnant and he's also a pure cinnamon bun even if he is a little bit impulsive i mean the impulsiveness impulsiveness is also dragged out by hori does make it a little worse yeah i Um, mean like it's pretty blatant she does kind of bring out both the best and the worst in him and God, her abusive side does leave some things to be desired please don't make the pure innocent boy slap you he he's uncomfortable with it yeah that, that whole scene that whole scene where he's just like yo could you could you slap hori no i could never then you could never date her <laughs> followed by him yelling at her to get out of the way and then dude's just like yo hori and he's like no just 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 leave her just like just Shut leave up, her bitch <laughs> God. Dude, so confused me while hori's in the back literally just like yeah. just out. yeah i'm like yo hori please stop please don't do this to your miyamura uh, but he, in retrospect, he's the only one that could do it, and she's the only one, and she's made it blatantly obvious that she's like, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't work with anybody else. It does not work with anybody it's else. It's the gap. It's the gap. It's the gap. There's such a huge gap, and it's I blame it on her dad because her dad <laughs> is also something of a gap. When he's not, when he's like all home and casual, you can't even see his face. But when he's getting ready for actual work, the man. Looks like he's a billionaire. Right? Like, what is his job? Like, you, you never find out. You There's never no find way out. he's not secretly filthy rich. Like, you was like, come on, you, you serious? Like, what the hell? <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, but uh, for best boy, I chose Lloyd from Tatoeba Rasuto. Just, or, just call it Tatoeba. <laughs> yeah. Suppose a kid from the last dungeon, Boonies, moved to a starter town. I chose him because you take the cinnamon bun that is Yanagi and Miyamura and you put them together and then you drop in a hint of, you know, just a hint, just a hint of non-self-awareness. And that's what you get with Lloyd. He is so nice. He's so funny to watch do things. And he's just like, ah, yeah, I just went and just killed some bugs, you know? There were just some bugs outside. Meanwhile, everybody's like, those are, like, demons. How are you just killing them like this? And he's those just like level monsters. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, yeah, they're just bugs, SWAT. Bugs, SWAT. Oh, yeah, I'm just here to have fun. I want to be part of the... I want to be part of the army. And it's like, bro, you are an army. I'm gonna be the Ripanagunjin, bruh. <laughs> you don't need the army. You are the army, like straight up. Like yeah, honestly, Lloyd was like a little bit boring to me, frankly. Like he was a bit too good of a boy. That's that's totally fair. I can totally I can totally see where you're coming from with that. I I liked him because like I always I always laughed when he was there. This was a really hard season for best boys because the, the the male boys. side of things wasn't particularly strong. Like let's be honest, as fun as skate is. Reki and Longa, they're just neither of them are best boy material in any way. No. Um, Reki's too much of a self-concerned bastard sometimes. And Longa doesn't have really enough emotion to carry that out. I would I would actually say he has not as not enough emotion or awareness. Like, it took him way too long to realize what was going on with Reiki. He's a bit of an idiot. Yeah. Just just a bit. Just a bit. Alright? Not too much of an idiot. Just a bit. But not to say that some of the guys in that show weren't good, because Joe was really good. Joe was really good. 
but he's like, again he's not best boy material no he he fits the perfect side of like one of the side characters joe the best side is characters. like maybe best side character material best bro material but not best boy yeah there there has to be a a certain amount of cinnamon bunness. Just just a little bit. That's typically what ends up making the cut, you know? And Joe's a bit too much of a muscle head for that. <laughs> just just a bit. I mean, alright, no, not just a bit, but you, yeah. <laughs> like, no. Jim is, Joe is Jim Goals. Yeah. Not much else. <laughs> Jim Goals, cooking goals, and confidence goals. Right. Like, th- that man does that stuff very well. But for Those God's sake, things. pick a woman, you fucking womanizer. <laughs> don't have four of them hanging off your arm every day what can he say what can he say except that we're going to move to best character dynamic we chose the same series horimiya but we chose different characters i'm gonna let you go first hori and miyamura your turn (laughs) i mean it's pretty pretty self-explanatory i actually chose miyamura and shindo and i I knew you were gonna choose it Look, all right. I chose it because it is a really good dynamic. It really and, is, and I would have picked it if I hadn't known that you were gonna pick it. Yeah, like Miyamura and Shindo. Like, I give the credit to Shindo for setting the setting the base for Hori. Because if Shindo isn't there as his best friend in middle school. I yeah. don't think Hori ever would have gotten a chance to talk to me more. Hell no. Like Jindo is like one of the most important characters in that series. Re- real talk, like actually probably as, is the most important character because without him, shit wouldn't have happened. Yeah, as much of an idiot as he is, and like, and it's stupid because he's not like necessarily completely dumb. No, he he's the, actually smart. He's in the top high school in the fucking area. But he doesn't do anything, and it's so funny. But he's because of his character, like he is the type of person that if he would technically he's be in another show's main life. character, yeah, and it makes sense. <laughs> his fucking intro though was just like Miyamura sees him, he's like, ah, yep. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oh my god, it's so great. And he feeds him the cheese candy, and it's so it was so funny. <laughs> Like, that whole bit was hilarious. You gonna introduce us? This is Shindo. We went to middle school together. Done. <laughs> and then immediately tries to deny knowing him right after that. And it's like, I well, don't know who he is. <laughs> but no, these two, like, <laughs> despite everything, like, you can see that they were really best friends. And Shindo meant a lot to me more. Like, he meant a lot. Without Shindo, I really don't see Miyamura being who he is today. And that goes to show, it only takes one person to really help somebody get through a situation. Yep, one person who's willing to do just a little bit of work. Yep, it's such a thing, such a world we live in, you know? Now, personal favorite, I'm going to start, and I I really feel like we should move this down on the list and put it (laughs) closer to the end. (laughs) I do think we should, probably. But, um, personal favorite, I got torn so on one hand mushoko tensei i've been really good huge fan of the series i've been calling it out it it, i've been calling it out all year like ever since i started reading it i knew it was good i knew it was gonna get an anime hands down my other one that i had to choose was world trigger and not only because it's a good series but because it's not toei (laughs) yes because toei came through and despite all of their past misgivings, animated a fucking fire season. And I am so happy they did so well. Because they made it that much better. The animation for this show can honestly hurt. Hurt it. Like, if the show had bad animation, it could hurt it. Because of the way the show is designed. But animation-wise, Toei did fantastic. And the story is compelling. I love a lot of the characters. It's got a very big cast of characters too. Like they're like everybody who is on the screen and who is supposed to be part of the story, all are very unique, and it's really cool to see. But like I could not choose between this and Mushoko Tensei because they both attack two completely different things, and I love both of the things that they do. Now, 
you, why don't you explain your choice? Because I'm curious. Oh, I have to explain why I like Tensura? I mean, of course. Well, mainly it's because of what I know is coming down the pipeline, and I'm seeing all the things slide into place for it right now with uh, this first core. So, you know, could I have to wait for a whole fucking... Oh, another season for uh the thing i'm really looking forward to yep um but it was just really nice to have slime back you know mashoku was very close behind but you know it it's probably just you know the slight sentimental value that slime has and all the characters they have in there that i really like the interactions between that pulled it forward because I'm still getting used to Mashoku and early on that that one uh, joke was a little much in, in poor taste. Yeah, I, yeah it, I agree. it was in poor taste in the manga. I haven't read the light novel, so I can't tell how poor taste it was in there. But the anime made it really poor taste. Yeah, that was probably one of the lower points of the anime, I will say. But I'm glad it didn't like destroy the anime because that could have that could ruin a series. If it did for up. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter's Twitter is quick to terrible. cancel things. Twitter is the worst. Don't listen to a goddamn thing they say. They're all just offended by everything. Yeah, that tends to happen. Uh, a lot. Bayonetta's design is sexist. Hello, Bayonetta's designer, a woman here. Hey, you know, but there's a reason why she's like this. But you know, we'll move on. We'll move on. Tensor is really good too. I, I love that. Uh, we agreed on this. I think actually, no, we agreed on the next two things. Um, best character design, skate. So unique. Absolutely. From Shadow to Cherry to Adam, like pick a character. Pick I, a character in the okay. series. Okay. With regards to Cherry, I've been wanting to say this for weeks. I was so fucking satisfied when Adam just slapped him in the fucking face with a skateboard. <laughs> I have not liked Cherry at all because he's a pretentious fuck and he skates based on calculation rather than on soul and it just feels wrong. Like Yes. As a guy who watches motorsport, you know, I the cars are cool, but I like seeing what drivers can do with adverse conditions you know like i like to go back and watch you know stuff from the 60s with like jim clark you know he doesn't have a fucking gearbox so he has to hold the fuck or he doesn't have a fucking working transmission so he has to hold the stick in fucking gear for the entire fucking race and he still wins the goddamn thing you know doing shit like that that's what you know races like that are about and it's the same thing with skating i feel even though i don't skate it's what can the person do not what can a computer calculate and yeah oh so so satisfying seeing adam just go bop on that motherfucker adam you and adam had the same misgrievances with him the same exact misgrievances oh so funny it's so funny. Even though you're going to be the most cosplayed motherfucker from this show. Yeah, no, most definitely. It, it's not even going to be by people who actually have his body type. It's going to it's going to be people who just refuse to work out and definitely don't follow the same hair care routine as Cherry. Cherry does a lot. Like despite the way he skates, despite the way he skates, he does do a lot of things in the calculating kind of way, which is why it makes the uh, the friendship with him and Joe so much more satisfying because it's so back and forth and they're so polar opposites yet they're so friendly with each other they're friendly everything. but they want to punch each other in the dick yeah i mean that's typically what that's what typically that's, what guy that's friends a good do. friendship there exactly so you know what's what else is there to say you know but yeah excellent character designs just wildly varied and they play into the character's personality so well yes yes they do now best art direction there were a lot of them. There were a lot of them, but Wonder Egg, it it was in another class. Wonder Egg really clinched it with the uh, designs of 
the uh, traumas. Yes. That they had. It was like, it both, it was both, you know, this ridiculous perversion of a person or a concept, but it still managed to make sense. Yeah. No, like, it's one of the biggest things with that show is that, like, all of the characters, good, and then all the egg characters, nobody looked the same, right? And then, like, to take it another further level... No one looked the same as the environments were very well done, like, the uh, the house setup setting yes. was fantastic, and they, they did the, uh, the dust and detritus really well in there and the lighting was on point not to mention like the way that the, each area had a purpose there was no randomness to anything in like the design at all like every area was that what it was for a reason you know if if it wasn't reflecting how the character died it was reflecting something that was strong into their mentality or something that was a part of what their mentality was so you take into those kind of things, especially with some of the characters that were shown later on. Oh man, it's actually just absurd. Like, I don't think anything actually visually looked bad in that series. No, like no, at all. Not. Nope. And that's a really that's really hard to pull off. Now, best animation. While Valk, you know, went Wonder, with Wonder Egg because. I only watched 10 shows and I didn't watch the first season of World Trigger because I got really fucking annoyed with the main character and I wanted to punch him in his stupid face. <laughs> I ended up choosing World Trigger because it can't be Toei and... And have... you didn't want to punch him in his stupid face. No. Also, there was only one instance that I saw from the entire season where the animation, like, dropped in quality and it was only for a moment and it was not even that serious so it was like essentially perfect animation all the way through which is very hard to do like yes a lot of studios have been more consistent about it lately but like having something be perfectly animated is no easy feat and kudos yeah, to animators all one punch man season one <laughs> like, emphasis kudos. on the season one there yeah Kudos to the animators because they did a phenomenal job with all the shows this season. Wonder Egg, World Trigger, Mushoko Tensei. Mushoko Tensei was also another one that was like really it was, close. It was smooth as fuck when it actually gave a shit about it. Yeah, like when it like the fight scenes or any kind of like any kind of magic, any kind of fight scene, when dance Gawain scenes. Fucking gutted that motherfucker. Yes. Oh, oh. that was good shit. That was so good. So good. And what the like the best thing about that too is that like the the lack like the lack and like the the way that the sound like kind of lagged behind when she did that was so perfect. And you could hear the white noise, the white noise effect that happened to Rudy is right after. So phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. I cannot, I cannot. Now, uh again surprisingly enough no dumpster fire this season none it it takes a special something to get a dumpster fire yeah like we don't we haven't had a show that we have felt was morally questionable but that we could still watch yeah and you know that's Sometimes that kind of it, may, it makes me feel kind of lonely sometimes because they're just kind of sitting there and like, oh, I enjoy everything and I'm enjoying everything. There isn't that one show that's just kind of like, why? I, I hate that right now it's just kind of this limbo of the show is enjoyable or the show is awful and I refuse to watch this at all. Yeah. There's nothing that has that perfect amount of oh god i don't want my parents walking in on this <laughs> you know yeah it's like oh come on it's so funny when you think about it that way now that's what um, it is though that that's the point of the dumpster fire rating yeah you, you're not wrong you are not wrong now getting towards the end of this 
Uh, last for a square minute. Uh, no need to explain for Valk's side because he chose Horimiya. Uh, me, I chose Tethobea. And I chose it because it was more heavy on the comedy by far. It, it was, but I, I, I'll i be honest, I didn't find myself laughing at it too much. It felt like it repeated the same jokes a lot. When it got me, it got me. Yeah. But I feel like what they did was they went with, oh, this joke was funny last time, so let's do it again. Yeah, uh, I do have to agree to it. It didn't agree. work the second time. Yeah. Or the third time. Or the fourth time. I I think the thing that really carried it for me comedy-wise is the interactions between the princess and the village chief. Just because they did do something different every time. And the village chief is such a spiteful bitch <laughs> with a, such a doting personality for specifically Lloyd. It was kind of funny. So I was like, oh. I, from that show, I, I really liked Riho, though, and just how greedy she is. <laughs> Yes. And then the one time she has something that's worth infinite money, she doesn't recognize it. Of course. That's just how it is. That's how those kind of characters always happen. They are foiled to their own, you know. Their own foible. Yeah. It's kind of funny, honestly, in an ironic way. Fucking love that, but eh, it, it was okay. I feel like if it had been any worse i would not have continued watching it yeah it was totally fair it was like that sort of 5.5 show that i'll watch but i won't tell anyone else to watch yep it's a middle it was it was a really good middle of the road pack and something that we actually kind of didn't need this season it wasn't anything that was like really middle of the road if you look back, a lot of stuff was either really well done or just kind of like, why is this here? Case in point, X-Arms. Oh, God. Fucking X-Arm. Christ. That, that was so bad we couldn't even watch it to give it a dumpster fire. I even couldn't. Though, a, you have to be able to watch it. That's the thing. A dumpster fire is something that you know is bad, but you can't look away. And this was something you literally couldn't look at because it would melt your fucking eyeballs. It was that vile and disgusting. And this is what happens when you go to a studio and you're like, oh, hey, have you ever made any 3D animated series? No? Well, guess what? We want a 3D CG anime. Good luck. (laughs) but wait we don't know just figure it out (laughs) i feel bad for that studio honestly because like that's not fair to them but we will have to deal with it for now um i don't want to think about that show existing (laughs) i really don't there are two more uh I'm gonna li- I'm gonna leave one of them for a la- lot. I'm I'm gonna leave one of them to the end, obviously. But uh, I was I was actually about to f- swap them, but fuck that. Uh, show of the season. We both chose One Direct Priority because of course we did. It, and it's I'm like objectively one of the best shows this season. I'm gonna explain. I'm saying it not because it's objectively just one of the best shows this season. Arguably, probably one of the best shows of the year, hands down. And it's not even wow. done yet. One of the best shows of the year, and it's from the first season of the year. Wow. that That's like a movie coming out in March being the best movie of the year when there are th- nine fucking months left. Yeah. I almost I did know. anime math there. I almost said three seasons. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So it's arguably, that's why I say arguably. I'm not going to be surprised if anything overtakes it, but. Let's wait from, nine months before we say anything inflammatory. But listen here, right? No, from <laughs> the way it shit. starts, <laughs> from the way it starts to the way it ends, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spoil the last episode for the pure fact that some people may not have gotten to it yet, right? I do know a couple of people that haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. I am gonna spoil a little bit of the beginning because you know it has been long enough. Uh. That show, the way it begins, 
the way it introduces each character, I like. The way that it handles each character, I like. The way that each character has their own personal intimate struggle, and none of them are the necessarily same struggle, and they are all deeper than what we believe. And like they're no, none of them are the same characters, and they're all things that like kids go through today, from bullying to identity crisis to being comfortable in their own skin to family issues to longing to just general like understanding of the human heart and like per- people's personalities and interactions in general. Each character is a definition of that. And then they, you see them all finish a character arc, which is amazing. You watch these kids grow up in front of you, which is amazing. Not only is that, the animation's good, the story's good, the music's good. The supposed recap episode was not a recap episode. And that was one of the biggest things that like stuck with me, right? So episode 8, I believe it was, was a, was a quote-unquote a recap episode where they were recapping the things that happened on the series. But it was not. And it was not because it had answers to a lot of things that we saw it answered questions as like all of a sudden we see the girls like these charms and we're like what are these charms it explains what those charms were because it happened in that episode it explains a lot of what the girls are going through some of the things that happened that we haven't seen yet a lot of new scenes a lot of reuse scenes a lot of new dialogue and also a smaller point i also like that each girl has their own coined phrase they're so adorable. From oh, now I'm really mad to I'm gonna blow your brains out. <laughs> so <laughs> like it's so great. They're Such so a good. Rika phrase. Yo, it's so great. And I'm like, this is such a well done show. We're still expecting one more episode, but at the moment it's finished. Twelve episodes. It should be finished in June. Yep. Final episode to finish out the series mid-June, I believe. Yep, it's like June, yeah. Something mid-June, I don't remember the exact date, but definitely worth it. I will always make the comparison, if you've watched any, any from the good psychologicals, from Noeen, Paranoia Agent, A Hint of Welcome to NHK, Steins Gate, you know, you get a lot of vibes from a lot of those different types of shows from this show. And it really tackles the adolescence and growing as a kid to before becoming what like what you want to be in a kind of sense. Like that's that age group it is because they're middle schoolers. They're not high schoolers yet. They're middle schoolers. They're still set. They're still objectively kids. Like regardless, I mean, like to me and develop, you know, like middle schoolers or high schoolers are still like youngins. But like that's just hey, how it I'm, is. I'm not as old as you, bro. Don't be lumping <laughs> me in with you, old man. Look, listen here, you little shit. <laughs> but yeah, no, One Night Priority definitely was uh, arguably one of the best shows I've seen so far in a very long time. And I'm very happy. Because it takes a lot for psychologicals to be good. A psychological, it's easier for a psychological show to fail than it is to succeed. But yeah, when they succeed... That, that's putting it lightly. Yeah, when they succeed, they succeed. When All they it fail, takes is one misstep in a psychological series, and it's over. Yeah. There's no recovery. There really is no recovery. Now, the next last one of the last things is uh, notable mentions. Mushoko Tensei for me. I mean, I, I just everything like everything was just a little bit better from somebody else, and it sucks because Mushoko Tensei was very well designed. Production, characters, voice acting. The realism in a lot of the situations that happened, like Paul is a motherfucking fantasy harm protagonist. You cannot convince me otherwise. No, he a hundred percent is. There's no fucking way he's not. I don't want to be Paul, but I want to have his confidence. (laughs) (laughs) Right, like this man. Right, he fucked a girl in night college. Right fucking ran out on her 
got married. Then he went back to the girl he fucked in night college. He's like, hey, why don't you come work for me as my maid? Right? And then he gets one night he gets finished fucking his wife. And then he goes and fucks the girl he ran out on in night college, who is currently his maid again. Oh, that man, Paul, is something else. He really is. And, like, And he he thinks that he can just kind of be okay. <laughs> he doesn't think that maybe his wife is probably going to stab him if he even looks at another woman. Oh no, he he understands that now. He I I'm I wholeheartedly believe that he would never look at another woman again because Are he you will sure be it's Paul. I I mean like I mean in the sense he, of like he wrote a fucking letter to his son and said hands off the strong woman right after the whole scenario. He ain't fucking bettered. <laughs> if it has two legs in a hole, Paul wants to fuck it. This is this is not arguable. I can't argue that fact. That's that's an undeniable fact. And it's, it's it's funny too because like, actually, I don't even think it needs two legs. Ah, he'd probably fuck a girl with one leg. I mean, that's not fair to the girl though. But you know what? Whatever. He would. <laughs> he would. He's a horny motherfucker. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> He's a terrible man. He is. He is. He is. Horrible role model. But you know, you know what? It's kind of fucking funny, especially with the past life that Rudy has had. But Rudy is clearly is like he's literally just like, damn, this dude's bad. Like Rudy, like his past self is just like, damn, this is bad. <laughs> he's like, you know, it's funny when it's in a visual novel or. A game or a book. Not so funny when it's real life. <laughs> yeah. And such is life. Paul has to Paul has to hold those L's. But uh yeah, no, like Nishoko Tensei, honestly, like I love the way that the story is designed and I love the world. Cause it's one of the biggest foils to a lot of Isekai's is that the main character tends to be like stupid powerful for no reason, right? My boy Rudius, he is talented as fuck. Don't get me wrong. He is talented, but my god, is he a weak piece of shit. He's very strong in magic, but you get the feeling that if you flick his forehead, it'll cause an open wound that won't close for a week. Yeah. Now, not only that, like, his magic skills still are eclipsed by quite a few people. And you'll see that in the future. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, but he's still doing Saint class magic. <laughs> yeah, on. he is doing Saint class magic. That's that's undeniable. He's still good at it. No, by by no means is he's not bad at it. Like he, that's his that's his stuff. Um, but yeah, no, like that's about it. I mean, like this this season, honestly, the season when it hit, when the shows hit, they hit. But when they didn't, it was like, why are you here? It was a good. It was a good season because, like, the season before, there was a lot more shows that we needed to watch. And the season that's about to happen also has a lot that we need to watch. There's a lot on the list. I have a feeling I'm going to pare down a lot of it. Yeah. It's, uh... Let me me get my fucking cheat out here. Oh, boy. So, yeah, just off of Funimation and... Crunchyroll has 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24 shows that I am willing to consider watching. Jesus Christ. There are more shows than oh. those. Yeah, there's, there's a lot. Not to mention that Netflix has two shows that I really want to watch. Yeah, those but... motherfuckers fucking got Gokushufado. Yeah. I'm so fucking pissed. Not only that... I mean, I have to turn on a fucking VPN. Not only that, they fucking got, um... Wreckers of Ragnarok, which is fucking annoying. Super annoying. Like... Fuck you, Netflix stuff, stealing all the good shit. 
you're like, a subpar anime platform. You think anime is a genre. Like, in one hand, I'm like, okay, cool. There are other places getting anime. But on another hand, it's like, why are you withholding the whole show until it's finished? Why Just does, simulcasting. Right. Like, why does Japan get it week by week, but we have to wait? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? They like, say they, they're they not trying to support binging, but you do it for every fucking show. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. I hate it. But whatever. We have to deal with it. Things are going to be things are. But yeah. Um, that's it. The season was really good. I had a lot of fun. One Direct Priority. You're going to hear me talk about it a lot. And at the end of the year... I don't know, man. End of the year, I, I really do think this show will be one of the contenders for best show of the year. I don't think it is the tall all be all, but it's definitely among that list. Well, uh, we'll we'll see how it shakes out. We've still got nine months to go. So That's true. All right. Well, until then, we will see you guys next time. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I promise.